Judges chapter 17. There was a man from the hill country of Ephraim named Micah. He said to his mother, The eleven hundred pieces of silver taken from you, and that I heard you place a curse on. Here's the silver. I took it. Then his mother said, My son, you my then his mother said, My son, may you be blessed by the Lord. He returned the one thousand one hundred pieces of silver to his mother, and his mother said, I personally consecrate the silver to the Lord for my son's benefit, to make a carved image and a silver idol. I will give it back to you. So he returned the silver to his mother, and she took five pounds of silver and gave it to a silversmith. He made it into a carved image and a silver idol, and it was in Micah's house. This man, Micah, had a shrine, and he made an ephod and household idols, and installed one of his sons to be his priest. In those days there was no king in Israel. Every di everyone did whatever seemed right to him. There was a young man, a Levite, from Bethlehem in Judah, who was staying within the clan of Judah. The man left the town of Bethlehem in Judah to stay wherever he could find a place. On his way, he came to Micah's home in the hill country of Ephraim. Where do you come from? Micah asked him. He answered him, I am a Levite from Bethlehem in Judah, and I'm going to stay wherever I can find a place. Micah replied, Stay with me and be my father and priest, and I will give you four ounces of silver a year, along with your clothing and provisions. So the Levite went in and agreed to stay with the man, and the young man became like one of his sons. Micah consecrated the Levite, and the young man became his priest and lived in Micah's house. Then Micah said, Now I know that the Lord will be good to me, because the Levite has become my priest. Acts chapter 21 After after we tore ourselves Acts chapter 21 after we tore ourselves away from them and set sail we came by a direct route to Kos the next day to Rhodes and from there to Patera finding a ship crossing over to Phoenicia 
we boarded and set sail. After we sighted Cyprus, leaving it on the left, we sailed on to Syria and arrived at Tyre. Tyre. Because the ship was to unload its cargo there, so we found some disciples and stayed there seven days. Through the Spirit, they told Paul not to go to Jerusalem. When our days there were over, we left to continue our journey, while all of them, with their wives and children, escorted us out of the city. After kneeling down on the beach to pray, we said goodbye to one another. Then we boarded the ship, and they returned home. When we completed our voyage from Tyre, we reached Ptolemais, where we greeted the brothers and stayed with them one day. The next day, we left and came to Caesarea, where we entered the house of Philip, the evangelist, who was one of the seven, and stayed with him. This man had four virgin daughters who prophesied. While we were staying there many days, a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea. He came to us, took Paul's belt, tied his own feet and hands, and said, This is what the Holy Spirit says in this way. The Jews in Jerusalem will bind the man who owns this belt and deliver him into Gentile hands. When we heard this, both we and the local people begged him not to go to Jerusalem. Then Paul replied, What are you doing, weeping and breaking my heart? For I am ready not only to be bound, but also to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. Since he would not be persuaded, we stopped talking and simply said, The Lord's will be done. After these days, we got ready and went up to Jerusalem. Some of the disciples from Caesarea also went with us and brought us to Nason, a Cypriot and an early disciple with whom we were to stay. When we reached Jerusalem, the brothers welcomed us gladly. The following day, Paul went in with us to James, and all the elders were present. After greeting them, he related in detail what God did among the Gentiles through his ministry. When they heard it, they glorified God and said, You see, brother, how many thousands of Jews there are who have believed. And they are the jealous, and they are all zealous for the law. But they have been told about you, that you teach all the Jews who are among the Gentiles to abandon Moses, 
by telling them not to circumcise their children or to walk in our customs. So what is to be done? They will certainly hear that you've come. Therefore, do what we tell you. We have four men who have obligated themselves with a vow. Take these men, purify yourself along with them, and pay for them to get their heads shaved. Then everyone will know that what they were told about you amounts to nothing, but that you yourself are also careful about observing the law. With regard to the Gentiles who have believed, we have written a letter containing our decision that they should keep themselves from food, sacrificed to idols, from blood, and what is strangled, and from sexual immorality. Then, the next day, Paul took the men, having purified himself along with them, and entered the temple, announcing the completion of the purification days, when the offering for each of them would be made. As the seven days were about to end, the Jews from Asia saw him in the temple complex, stirred up the whole crowd, and seized him, shouting, Men of Israel, help! This is the man who teaches everyone, everywhere, against our people, our law, and this place. What's more, he also brought Greeks into the temple and has profaned this holy place. For they had previously seen Trophimus, the Ephesian, in the city with him, and they supposed that Paul had brought him into the temple complex. The whole city was stirred up, and the people rushed together. They seized Paul, dragged him out of the temple complex, and at once the gates were shut. As they were trying to kill him, Word went up to the commander of the regiment that all Jerusalem was in chaos. Taking along soldiers and centurions, he immediately ran down to them. Seeing the commander and the soldiers, they stopped beating Paul. Then the commander came up, took him into custody, and ordered him to be bound with two chains. He asked who he was and what he had done. Some in the mob were shouting one thing and some another. Since he was not able to get reliable information because of the uproar, he ordered him to be taken into the barracks. When Paul got to the steps, he had to be carried away by the soldiers because of the mob's violence. For the mass of people followed, yelling, Take him away. As he was about to be brought into the barracks, Paul said to the commander, Am I allowed to say something to you? He replied, Do you know Greek? Are you the Egyptian who raised a rebellion some time ago and led 
4,000 assassins into the wilderness. Paul said, I am a Jewish man from Tarsus of Cilicia, a citizen of an important city. Now I ask you, let me speak to the people. After he had given permission, Paul stood on the steps and motioned with his hand to all the people. When there was a great hush, he addressed them in the Hebrew language. Jeremiah chapter 30 and 31. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, write down on a scroll all the words that I have spoken to you, for the days are certainly coming. This is the Lord's declaration. When I will restore the fortunes of my people, Israel and Judah, the Lord's declaration, I, I will, I will restore them to the land. I will restore them to the land I gave to their ancestors, and they will possess it. These are the words the Lord spoke to Israel and Judah. Yes, this is what the Lord says. We have heard a cry of terror, of dread. There is no peace. Ask and see whether a male can give birth. Why then do I see every man with his hands on his stomach like a woman in labor and every face turned pale? How awful that day will be. There will be none like it. It will be a time of trouble for Jacob, but he will be delivered out of it. On that day, this is the Lord's declaration, I will break his yoke from your neck and tear off your chains so strangers will never enslave him. They will serve the Lord their God, and I will raise up David, their king, for them. As for you, my servant Jacob, do not be afraid. This is the Lord's declaration. And do not be dismayed, Israel, for without fail I will save you from far away, your descendants from the land of their captivity. Jacob will return and have calm and quiet with no one to frighten him, for I will be with you. This is the Lord's declaration. To save you, I will bring destruction on all the nations where I have scattered you. However, I will not bring destruction on you I will discipline you justly, and I will by no means leave you unpunished. For this is what the Lord says, your injury is uncurable, your wound most severe. No one takes up the case for your sores. There is no healing for you. 
All your lovers have forgotten you. They no longer look for you. For I have struck you as an enemy would, with the discipline of someone cruel, because of your enormous guilt and your innumerable sins. Why do you cry about your injury? Your pain, your pain has no cure. I have done these things to you because of your enormous guilt and your innumerable sins. Nevertheless, all who devoured you will be devoured and all your adversaries, all of them, will go off into exile. Those who plunder you will be plundered and all who raid you will be raided. But I will bring you health and will heal you of your wounds. This is the Lord's declaration. For they call you outcast, Zion, whom no one cares about. This is what the Lord says. I will certainly restore the fortunes of Jacob's tents and show compassion on his dwellings. Every city will be rebuilt on its mound. Every citadel will stand on its proper site. Thanksgiving will come out of them, a sound of celebration. I will multiply them, and they will not decrease. I will honor them, and they will not be insignificant. His children will be as in past Days, His congregation will be established in my presence. I will punish all his oppressors. Jacob's leader will be one of them. His ruler will issue from him. I will invite him to me and he will approach me. For who would otherwise risk his life to approach me? This is the Lord's declaration. You will be my people, and I will be your God. Look, a storm from the Lord. Wrath has gone out, a churning storm. It will whirl about the heads of the wicked. The Lord's burning anger will not turn back until he has completely fulfilled the purposes of his heart. In time to come, you will understand it. Jeremiah chapter 31. At that time, this is the Lord's declaration, I will be the God of all the families of Israel, and they will be my people. This is what the Lord says. They found favor in the wilderness, the people who survived the sword. When Israel went to find rest, the Lord appeared to him from far away. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have continued to extend faithful love to you again. I will build you so that you will be rebuilt, virgin 
Israel. You will take up your tambourines again and go out in joyful dancing. You will plant vineyards again on the mountains of Samaria. The planters will plant and enjoy the fruit. For there will be a day when watchmen will call out in the hill country of Ephraim. Get up, let's go up to Zion, to Yahweh, our God. For this is what the Lord says. Sing with joy for Jacob. Shout for the chief of the nations. Proclaim praise and say, Lord, save your people, the remnant of Israel. Watch. I am going to bring them from the northern land. I will gather them from remote regions of the earth. The blind and the lame will be with them, along with those who are pregnant and those about to give birth. They will return here as a great assembly. They will come weeping, but I will bring them back with consolation. I will lead them to Wadis, filled with water, by a smooth way where they will not stumble, for I am Israel's father, and Ephraim is my firstborn. Nations, hear the word of the Lord, and tell it among the far-off coastlands. Say, the one who scattered Israel will gather him. He will watch over him as a shepherd guards his flock. For the Lord has ransomed Jacob and redeemed him from the power of one stronger than he. They will come and shout for joy on the heights of Zion. They will be radiant with joy because of the Lord's goodness. Because of the grain, the new wine, the fresh oil. And because of the young of the flocks and herds, they will be like an irrigated garden. They will no longer grow weak from hunger. Then the young woman will rejoice with dancing. While young and old men rejoice together, I will turn their mourning into joy. Give them consolation and bring happiness out of grief. I will refresh the priests with an abundance, and my people will be satisfied with my goodness. This is the Lord's declaration. This is what the Lord says. A voice was heard in Ramah. A lament with bitter weeping. Rachel weeping for her children, refusing to be comforted for her children because they are no more. This is what the Lord says. Keep your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears for the reward for your work will come. This is the Lord's declaration. And your children will return from the enemy's land. There is hope for your future. This is the Lord's declaration. And your children will return 
to their own territory. I have heard Ephraim moaning, You disciplined me, and I have been disciplined like an untrained calf. Restore me, and I will return for you, Lord, are my God. After I returned, I repented. After I was instructed, I struck my thigh in grief. I was ashamed and humiliated because I bore the disgrace of my youth. It's Ephraim. Isn't Ephraim a precious son to me? Isn't Ephraim a precious son to me? A delightful child. Whenever I speak against him, I will certainly think about him. Therefore, my inner being yearns for him. I will truly have compassion on him. This is the Lord's declaration. Set up road markers for yourself. Establish signposts. Keep the highway in mind. The way you have traveled. Return, virgin Israel. Return to these cities of yours. How long will you turn here and there, faithless daughter? For the Lord creates something new in the land. A female will shelter a man. For this is what the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, says. When I restore their fortunes, they will once again speak this word in the land and in its cities. May the Lord bless you, righteous settlement, holy mountain, Judah and all its cities will live in it together. Also, farmers and those who move with the flocks, for I satisfy the thirsty person and feed all those who are weak. At this I awoke and looked around. My sleep had been most pleasant to me. The days are coming. This is the Lord's declaration. When I will sow the house of Israel and the house of Judah with the seed of man and the seed of beast, just as I watched over them to uproot and to tear them down, to demolish and to destroy, and to cause disaster, so will I be attentive to build and to plant them, says the Lord. In those days, it will never again be said, the fathers have eaten sour grapes, and the children's teeth are set on edge, rather, each will die for his own wrongdoing anyone who eats sour grapes his own teeth will be set on edge look the days are coming this is the Lord's declaration the days are coming when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah this one will not be like the covenant I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, a covenant they broke even though I had married them. The Lord's Declaration. Instead, this is 
the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those days, the Lord's declaration. I will put my teaching within them and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. No longer will one teach his neighbor or his brother saying, Know the Lord, for they will all know me from the least to the greatest of them. This is the Lord's declaration. For I will forgive their wrongdoing and never remember their sin. This is what the Lord says. This is what the Lord says. The one who gives the sun for light by day. The fixed order of moon and stars for light by night who stirs up the sea and makes its waves roar. Yahweh of hosts is his name. If this fixed order departs from my presence, this is the Lord's declaration, then also Israel's descendants will cease to be a nation before me forever. This is what the Lord says. If the heavens above can be measured and the foundations of the earth below explored. I will reject all of Israel's descendants because of all they have done. This is the Lord's declaration. Look, the days are coming. The Lord's declaration. When <clears throat> the days are coming, Look, the days are coming when the city from the tower of Hananel to the corner gate will be rebuilt for the Lord. A measuring line will once again stretch out to the hill of Gerob and then turn toward Goa, the whole valley, the whole valley, the whole valley the corpses, the ashes, and all the fields as far as the Kidron Valley to the corner of the horse gate to the east will be holy to the Lord. It will never be uprooted or demolished again. Mark chapter 16 When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and so <coughs> when the when the when the when the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome brought spices so so that it could go and anoint him very early in the morning on the first day of the week. They went to the tomb at sunrise. They were saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone from the entrance to the tomb for us? Looking up, they observed that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. When they entered the tomb, they saw 
a young man dressed in, <clears throat> dressed in a long white robe sitting on the right side <clears throat> sitting when they entered the tomb they saw a young man dressed in a long white robe sitting on the right side they were amazed and alarmed. Don't be alarmed, he told them. You are looking for Jesus, the Nazarene, who has been crucified. He has been resurrected. He has been resurrected. He is not here. See the place where they put him, but go tell his disciples and Peter. He is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there just as he told you. So they went out and started running from the tomb because trembling and astonishment overwhelmed them. And they said nothing to anyone since they were afraid. Early on the first day of the week after he had risen, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out, out of whom he had driven seven demons. She went and reported to those who had been with him as they were mourning and weeping. Yet when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they did not believe it. Then after this, he appeared in a different form to two of them walking on their way into the country. And they went and reported it to the rest who did not believe them either. Later, he appeared to the eleven themselves as they were reclining at the table. He rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart because they did not believe those who saw him after he was resurrected. Then he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved but whoever does not believe will be condemned and these signs will accompany those who believe in my name they will drive out demons they will speak in new tongues they will pick up snakes if they should drink anything deadly it will never harm them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will get well. Then, after speaking to them, the Lord Jesus was taken up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. After, then after speaking to them, the Lord Jesus was taken up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached 
everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word by the accompanying signs.